Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Do you love time machines, musicals, and jokes? Of course you do. That's why Story Pirates creator Danny Teeger made a brand new podcast called Musical Time Machine. Who says you can't have a dance party while learning about diverse trailblazers? From Abraham Lincoln and Harriet Tubman to George Washington Carver and Thomas Edison. Search for Musical Time Machine on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts to join the fun. Hey again, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your host with the most and keeper of those strange and spooky tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This sinister tale, Story Club members, might make you not want to check your messages. It's called, I Know What You Did Last Sunday. Jen Geller was sitting in class on Wednesday morning when her phone chimed with a text. She had to wait until after class to read it, as Mrs. Duncan didn't like her students in her fifth grade class looking at their phones while she was teaching U.S. history. The subject was urban legends, and the teacher was talking various scary legends like the hooked hand and other tales that have lived through history, mostly by word of mouth. When Jen escaped into the bathroom between classes, she pulled out her phone. She didn't recognize the number the message had come from. At first, she thought it might be a spam message to buy sports shoes or makeup products like the dozens of other product-pushing messages that she'd received over the past few months. But no. When she read this text, Jen knew it wasn't spam. And yet, she didn't understand its meaning. It said, I know what you did last Sunday. And then was punctuated at the end by a red-faced angry emoji. What does this even mean? Jen could not remember anything that she did last Sunday, let alone what she had for breakfast this morning. Normally, she would just block the number so she wouldn't receive any texts from that number again, but this one was different. Jen had to know. So she did something that she normally would not do, and something that's definitely not advised. She texted back. Who is this? The two-minute warning bell rang for the next class, so Jen put her phone away and went to Mr. Williamson's class for English. He was talking about the works of Edgar Allan Poe and its effects of gothic horror on world literature, films, and culture. After class, Jen checked her phone again. No response from the anonymous texter with the cryptic message. It was after school when her phone chimed again. The response was the same text as before. I know what you did last Sunday. Except this time, it was punctuated with not one, but three angry-faced emojis. Okay, this was ridiculous, and certainly not a humorous joke. Jen blocked the number, and that was the end of that. Or so she thought. When she got home, Jen asked her little brother, Freddy, if he'd sent the text to her as a joke. He said he hadn't. Freddy was a year younger than her, and his friend, Philip Shivers, was over hanging out and playing video games. Philip said that the person could be dangerous and urged Jen to be careful. The next morning in her locker, there was a post-it note stuck on the inside of the door. In big block letters written with a black felt pen, it said, I still know, with a frowning face under it. Okay, this was enough. Jen took the note to Principal Gillespie and explained what was going on. 
The principal said it was inappropriate, but probably just a harmless prank. Jen disagreed. It didn't feel so harmless anymore. And what exactly did she do on Sunday? Jen thought back. She got up, went for a long bike ride while listening to an audiobook on her earbuds, had a big lunch, chatted with some friends, had a snack, then binge-watched some shows she wanted to catch up on, and then went to bed. That was it. What did she do that was so wrong? Why was this person bothering her? When she went into the bathroom, there was a message scrawled on the wall with blood-colored lipstick. I know. Okay, there was a clue. It had to be a girl. She was in the girl's bathroom. So, who was her enemy? Well, there was Sarah Prince, who was often mean to Jen for no reason. Maybe it was Sarah? In a strange coincidence, Sarah ambled into the bathroom just then. Maybe to see if she was upsetting Jen successfully? Jen confronted her nemesis and told Sarah to stop sending her text messages. Sarah laughed and said that she didn't know what Jen was talking about and to maybe seek therapy as she was acting completely unhinged. Jen went home. She was distraught. Who the heck was toying with her? Then she found another message. This time, it was on a store receipt for Galecki Bakery. One key lime pie for $12.99. The message, in a familiar all-caps black felt marker, said, You owe me. Wait a minute. There was a key lime pie in the refrigerator from Galecki Bakery, which closed its doors last Saturday. When she was binging Netflix, she found the pie and cut a piece. It was so good, she ended up eating the entire thing. So this was what this whole big deal was about? A freaking key lime pie? Just then, she got a Venmo notification for the amount. It was from Philip Shivers. He was demanding that she pay him. The message said that Philip had been saving the pie by putting it in the Geller's refrigerator because his own little brother would have eaten the pie. But Jen had eaten the entire pie he was saving, and this was his revenge. Jen was furious. All this had been from Philip over a stupid pie? Jen threw her phone across the room in frustration. And relief. Okay, beloved listeners, it's totally not cool to taunt people with creepy anonymous messages. Absolutely not cool at all. But if I'm being honest, I'd be super mad if someone stole a mouthwatering pie from me that I'd bought from my favorite bakery. In my case, it'd be a banana cream pie. Somebody who ate all my pie might probably get seriously hurt. <laughs> Did you know that there are two other characters in the Go Kid Go Network who feel almost as passionately about food as I do? There's alien sidekick Grabstack in the podcast Bobby Wonder, who is always on the lookout for his next treat, and Kapow the mechanical pygmy goat, who eats everything and anything in the podcast Lucy Wow. Search for Bobby Wonder and Lucy Wow wherever you get your podcasts to join the smorgasbord. And, of course, come back tomorrow for another episode with yours truly. Because every R.L. Stein story club member needs a little scare as well as a little snack every day. Ivy out! Go Kid Go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. 
and it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.